This is a program about going deeper. It's about creating a culture of learning. It's about putting apostolic feet to prophetic hope. It is our mission to purposefully equip the world to transform their region with God's love. We want to create an atmosphere of divine influence to the nations by walking in the power of His Holy Spirit with a faith that shapes the future. Welcome to Eagle Mountain Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Eagle Mountain Radio. My name is Chris Banky. I'll be your host today. I've also got with us the awesome crew. I got Bobby and Becky and Veronique. How you guys doing? Hey, hey, we're doing good. Good, good, good. So today... um, want to go into something. Um, as you know, um, we are in the middle of unprecedented times. And if you're listening to this like five years from now, we are right now in the middle of uh, trying to understand what's going along with the U.S. Uh, elections in 2020. So the elections have already happened. Um, and uh, for the most part, the media has already deemed a winner. Um, but there's a lot of investigations and a lot of things up in the air and a lot of unknowns right now. So it just kind of throws, uh, really, you know what, the whole world, but really our country, it really throws us into uh, a bit of like unknowing and anxiety and things like that. And what we thought we'd like to dig into today was, Bobby, you did a message uh, pretty recently, God's will, God's way. And it's just such a perfect time for what we're in right now because everyone is experiencing this together. kind of unifies us to some degree, but at the same time causes a lot of division and uncertainty and and things like that. So I guess I'd like to just kind of kick that off at the high level you know, as you think about that message, Bobby, and what's going on right now and what people are feeling, you know, what's, what comes to mind? What are your, your initial thoughts? Yeah, the, the text that we used was there was a time in Israel's life where God said, hey, if you live this way, you're going to be blessed. If you do things this way, um, there's a reason why I set them up. I'm not just a controlling God, um, but you have things that I've laid before you that will release righteousness, joy, and peace. And they rebelled, and they wanted uh, a king. Jeroboam set him as king of the north, and we'll sort of get out of here, and we'll create this civil war, if you will. And ten tribes went up north under Jeroboam. And Jeroboam's this... duly elected leader, they think, uh, they've elected him, and they go up, and Jeroboam starts um, changing the dates of the feasts. Now anybody could become a priest. All the things that the Lord laid out, he began to do uh, under his own strength. Now, he still instituted the feasts, so he was doing God's will, because the Bible said, Walk in the feast. Celebrate the feast. He was still instituting the priests and places and times of worship, but they were not the places and times that the Lord prescribed. So the Lord began to speak to me about it's not enough to do God's will if you do God's will your way. So what does it look like to do God's will God's way? Right. And so they thought that they were doing God's will, and as long as they were doing God's will, then they can justify, well, it just felt right to us, and, mm. and at least we're doing God's will. Um, 
but they weren't not they were not doing God's will God's way and so the end result was that um it didn't go well for Jeroboam and it certainly didn't go well for the nation um because they thought that they could compromise one foot in light and one foot in darkness mm -hmm. and still receive the blessing of the Lord. They wanted their inheritance, so to speak, um, but they didn't want to be sons and daughters. Mm. Yeah, so there's there's a lot in that, right? I mean, obviously, <laughs> you did a whole message on it, which if you're listening to this, take the time to go to the show notes and actually click on that because we'll link to the whole message. It's definitely worth listening to, but I'd love to just dig in a little bit and unpack that some. Um, from the perspective of, first of all, you, what you're saying, it's very easy to say that, and it makes perfect sense. So I don't think too many people are going to argue with that, hopefully. Some, of course, will always argue with everything, but that makes sense. <laughs> it, the, w the way matters. But what I think is not so obvious, and what I'd love to unpack is, how do you know the way? Because sometimes you know where you're supposed to go, but not necessarily the way. And I believe uh, personally that, you know, sometimes God's saying, well, you choose the way. And sometimes he's saying, this is the way. And how do we, how, like, so how do we do that? How do we know that? What's the path to figure out the path? I think it starts with, you know, and, and this is, this is what I think also if we, I, I was thinking as you were talking and I was like, okay, but what, what was the rest of the story? You know, like what happened um, as, you know, the, those who followed Jeroboam, uh, what happened to them? What, what went on? And, you know, here all of a sudden now, Jesus is on the scene. And what does Jesus do? He tells his disciples how they ought to pray. Yeah. And he, he goes through the whole prayer our Father, who art in heaven, you know, the, however you, whatever translation yeah. you're used to saying, <laughs> uh, but he, it's your will be done. Yep. Yep. Father, your will be done. Mm -hmm. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth yeah. as it is in heaven. And then, you know, in his time here on earth, he actually tells them he is the way. You know, and you right. say, well, yeah. well, what's the way? Right. It's Jesus. Yeah. Let's start with the way being Jesus. And this is what I mean by that. We start with a deep and close personal relationship with Jesus. So if we're wanting to know what's the way, Jesus, I better know you well enough and have a close relationship with you where I'm hearing what the way is. Because remember what Jesus also did. He said, I only do what I see the Father doing. Yeah. How did he do that when he's on earth? He had that close personal relationship yeah. with the Father to know what his way was and what his will was and how to combine those two together in the darkest of times. And if right. you remember, it's about relationship. it is, it's about relationship. And if you remember, he's in the moment of getting tested and tried by the enemy. Mm -hmm. And what does he do? He recalls the, the will and the way. And it's what he verbally processes, mm -hmm. if you want to say, mm -hmm. in, uh, in that place yeah. and, in, and in those trials and testings. So it's, you know, if that's like our model, yeah, yeah. Right? right? That's the model we follow, yeah. getting close with him. Right. So what is, what is God's 
will and God's way. Right. In every, it also tells me this. In every situation and in every circumstance, there is a will and a way that God has for us mm. in it. Yeah, that is really good. I think the thing that stands out to me in that even on the way here, the Lord was showing me how Jesus was in the, in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was like, God, if it's at all possible, take the cup from me. Take this cup from me. In that one moment, he's showing us, dang it, life gets hard. Yeah. <laughs> I see my consequence come in and I don't think I want it. <laughs> you know, if there's any way, please take it from me. And he said, but God, if this is what you have for me, I will do it. And I know that that one moment was the moment that history hinged on because that was our eternal sacrifice that stretched over time from our eternal high priest. But it was so poignant to me that uh, there was a demonstration of Jesus saying, Father, oh, this is hard. This is so hard. And I really appreciated that in, as that you know, comes out in Scripture. That even Jesus had a moment where he was asking the Father, Okay, so anyway. I have a question then, because <laughs> yeah. that really, that, that is so good. So good to know, you know, that uh, what do we do then? What do you do if you know God's will and you know God's way, but you see it's hard right. and you don't want to do it? <laughs> Suck it up. Yeah, buck up. <laughs> My exact words. <laughs> but I would, I would say that with tears streaming down my face. Yeah. I wouldn't just. <laughs> you wouldn't get all grumpy about it? No, that's Suck hard. Deal with it. That's hard. That's, that is hard. What if it's, what if it's something like, um, you know, my will and my way is going to cost you everything. Yeah. You know, these are the hard questions totally. that we've all faced in yeah. our lives at mm -hmm. some point, And we've had to come to a decision on yeah. and we've had to make a choice on, but, uh, but it, it really doesn't it, doesn't it deal with the, totally. the soul? Totally. So for me in my world, I come down to the question that I'm asking, is this lining up with me being obedient to something God's asked me to do? And is this linked to my call? Does my answer portray disobedience as I'm work, w walking it out? Or can I honestly say, as hard as this is, God, I'm still in obedience to you? Because at the end of the day, I want to know when, I, when, when this veil drops from this earth to the next, when I get to look eyeball to eyeball with him, that I'm in obedience. Yeah. That's what it boils down to for me. Yeah. Bobby, you had something. I could, I could tell by the look on your face. <laughs> yes. On the tip of my tongue. So that's a perfect segue into the thought process that is it possible then to walk out your calling as a business person, you're listening to this, you're watching this, uh, you're calling as a stay-at-home mom, dad, right. uh, whatever, whatever your calling is in, in what we would call ministry, traveling ministry, whatever. Uh, and is it possible then to be called to the greatness of your business, have a ton of favor, and then to use that favor in a wrong way? Does it automatically mean that because you and I walk in the will of God, mm. that we're automatically doing it God's way? Mm. There's enough people in the scriptures who did God's will their way. Right. Well, right? Cain, right? They're striking the rock. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cain, absolutely. Yeah. Moses, 
David. Hey, I've called you to bear a son who's going to be on, establish your throne forever. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, how about Abraham? Listen, your seed. I'm going to multiply you. Oh, let's go make God's will happen my way. Have we ever done that? Have we ever got this amazing calling, word, encouragement, destiny, you know, yeah. download from the Lord, and yeah, then we yeah. run off to make it happen right. in our own strength? So that's where the, the ways of God become super important. How do I not step on people? Mm -hmm. How do... Um, you know, making sure that my greatness didn't happen on the backs of people that I no longer know yep. or thank yeah. or see yeah. the greatness of who they are along the way. You know, all of those things, um, doing it right is worth it, mm -hmm. not just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. There were two scriptures that you, you referenced in that message uh, on God's will, God's way. Uh, and I just, I think they're really good to even investigate and go into and remind us of again. Yeah. Uh, first one was Proverbs fourteen twelve. There is a way which seems right to a man, but it its end is the way of death. And, you know, that's for me, I think of like, um, it, it my right, what I think is right, needs to be called into check mm -hmm. because not always is my rightness the rightness of God, yeah. you know? Right. And if I'm sitting there thinking, well, I, this feels right. Well, why does it feel right? Is yeah. it because my feelings are off? Is it connected to emotion instead of the word of God, instead of the truth, instead of a relationship yeah. that I have with him? And, uh, and you know, in the, the last days... Which, you know, guys, doesn't it feel and seem like we're in them? Okay, come on. It's more last days than last year. We know it's, that for sure. Exactly. So that's 100% right? for sure. It's exactly. more last now than it was before. Before, than before. And, and here we are. And what does it say in the last days? They will do what is right in their own eyes. Mm. And so it really, it's, it's such a, a good truth to remember. I will do what I think is right in my own eyes, but it does not mean it is what's right in God's yeah. eyes. Yeah. The other scripture is this. It's Psalm 25, four through five. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me mm -hmm. your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Mm -hmm. So, you know, show me your path. What, what does that mean? You know, if we break that down, Bobby, tell us. What did you learn from that? <laughs> okay, so you said, teach me your ways and show me your path, right? Yes. So there's, they're two separate things. Yeah. Teach me your ways is what we're talking about. That's the ways of God. Show me your path means the next course of events. So I literally want to know yeah. the next step in front of me. God, show me what you have planned for me next. Mm. But I don't just want to do that without asking for teach me your ways. Because yeah. I could do the next steps and right. you could roll it out so plain for me, the next course of events. But I also want to know your heart behind doing it well. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is uh, teach me your ways is in the word. That's getting in the word. Practical application in my world would be getting in the Word um, and having Holy Spirit enlighten my understanding, my deep knowledge of the character of God, of the way He operates. And then my path being lit would be 
um, specific to what he's asking me to do right here today, which is going to be different, what he's asking you. And that's relationship. That's me spending time talking, but majority of the time listening. So that's kind of awesome. I've never looked at that scripture as the... The practical application of that. That's Isn't cool. that cool? That I mean, is we amazing. Have sort of two compasses that yeah. kind of overlap each other. It's what God's saying to our hearts because of relationship, right. isn't it? And then it's what God says in his word. Yeah. And they sort of just like lay on top of each other and yeah. overlap. And in the midst of all that, there's all this opportunity to sort of head south. If yeah. You will. <laughs> yeah. I think, so I really like that. And I think there's this tendency that we see all over the place. Um, and it's very easy to slip into it where we're not using these things together. Mm-hmm. So we either go one way or the other in kind of this polarized way. We're either all, all word or all like listening and they have to be done together. And it, it reminds me of, um, flight training. So in flight training, um, there's this, you know, thing where you're learning how to land the airplane and what you're wanting is the flight instructor to tell you exactly what has to happen. And when you're driving a car, it's kind of like that, but there in a car, there is this, you, you can, you can actually say, you're going to apply the brake and then you're going to come to a stop and then you're going to turn here. And it's not, you know, perfectly rigid, but it's pretty rigid. Like it works like that. Mm-hmm. Well, in an airplane, it's not like that. Every landing is kind of this relationship with the air and the aircraft and the environment and the air density and the temperature. All those things matter. So you can't say, well, what do you do? Tell me exactly what to do, flight instructor. It's not like that. It's literally every single landing is a relationship with the landing. And Mm -hmm. the only way you can learn it is to learn all of the technical things understand how the aircraft works, understand everything that's happening and feel. So like the relationship, Mm. what's happening and every single one is radically different and you cannot prepare. And, and the moment it becomes really stricted and rigid, that's when there's a gust of wind. That's when there is some kind of pocket of hot air. That's when there's some kind of wind turbulence, some various things. And if you're very rigid with all the rules, you know them perfectly, you'll still crash because the other piece isn't there. Mm. Without understanding all the rules, you're likely to also crash because maybe you're going to come in too slow. Maybe it feels right, but you're going to stall. So you have to have both without both. And every pilot that's learning to fly has to kind of cross this point where they go from just the book knowledge And the relationship to a blending of those to where, where they can land the plane. And it kind of happens like this. And then you have to work at it and continue to do it. And I just feel like it's a really good example because without both pieces working in concert, you'll have dangerous landings. When they are together, then landing aircraft is actually very yeah. safe. It's actually safer to fly than drive a car. Well, why is that? It's because you have to learn those things together. Mm. Neither one stands on its own. Yeah, that's really good. But I'm also hearing you say in there, there's a component of trusting that gets developed. There's a component of trust. And the the thing that's hard about that trust is that the trust requires both those pieces. It it requires the relationship and it requires the book knowledge. You can learn all of the books. You can pass your flight exam 100% and you get an airplane and you're going to crash because you don't have the relationship part. And like I said, you can do tons and tons and tons of flying, 
with the instructor there to make sure that you don't crash and you just get really excellent at it. But without that book knowledge, you're still going to have a crash eventually because you're going to, there's data pieces you're going to miss that you can't feel. Yeah. And that's the part of scripture that you have to know when you're not feeling it, but you can fall back on. But scripture says this, well, my, my approach landing speed is this. Yeah. And even though That's I got good. this huge headwind, so it feels like I'm going, you know, or maybe I have a tailwind, so it feels like I'm going way too fast. Yeah. So I need to slow down. Well, if you slow down, you're going to stall. If you follow just the gauge, you're going to stall. So you have to work on both of those things together. Mm. And it's very difficult. It's unlike any other kind of, you know, like you don't worry about this in a car. Yeah. Like you, it, it just, it happens very systematically. It's not the same when mm. you're in the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good, Chris. Yeah, that is good. John 5, Jesus says to the Pharisees, You search the scripture, and they are these which speak of me, but you failed to come to me that you might have life. Mm. So you've got the book knowledge, but you haven't come to me to make the book knowledge relationship, mm. and you're missing a life. And so be encouraged. Those of you who are listening, that's just this neat relationship that we get to have with the living word and the written word. Maybe you're not a bookworm and you're like, oh man, I got all these things I try to avoid. I I listen to it on tape. Maybe that's the way to do it. Maybe I, you know, it's kind of like an audio book when I drive or when I work out or, or whatever. So that's awesome. Do get, get in the word because it's super important as we're talking about to have the word of God. Man mm-hmm. shall not live by bread alone, but by mm-hmm. every word that proceeds out of God's mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the word didn't say proceeded, though, like he wrote a book and then went silent. Right. So by every word that proceeds. That means, though, you're also thrust into a continual relationship. But you don't have to worry about whether God's now going to say things that are anti the word. Yep. So that's why it's super important. People ask me, well, how do you know? And I'm like, well, how would you know if you were off course? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Same Mm -hmm. thing. Exactly. Totally. Yeah, you have to, without the foundation, this is too easy to get off track. Yeah. With with only foundation, this is also too easy to get off track. Like, you have to have both pieces or you get off. This is like the scripture you're talking about, right? Like, he in that scripture, he's he's like, you missed it these very words were actually talking about me and you study them so much you missed me which yeah. it's it you, it's easy for us to look wow. back and go those guys were such knuckleheads <laughs> I, I mean how could they have blown it right I know, but right? we do that we yeah. do we do that yeah. um so i guess as people are listening to this right um they're probably going to fall into a range of these two camps mm-hmm. right so i guess i'd love to hear from you guys how do we make this practical? So some people hearing this are going to go, man, I really got all of this scriptural knowledge, kind of like when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees. I, I, I know it all. I know, not I know it all. I know all of these things, right? Um, but this relationship thing feels dangerous, feels like that's a dangerous path. Like, what if Satan tempts me and tricks me? And then there's people over here that are that are just all relationship but they don't have this. So what what do you say to those the, the, the two camps? How do you get to a good balance? That is such a good question. And I think, again, it starts with, um, you know, let's ask the Lord, where am I? 
You know, what, what it, in what ways can I connect with you closer and, uh, and understand your will and your way? Mm. And, you know, it's, it's a constant question. Bobby's grandmother, she was in her 90s, and, I, and she had served the Lord since she was young, like 14, she got the call to start her, mm-hmm. uh, a church, you know, and 18, she was, you know, the lead pastor at her own church that she had built, uh, you know, and here she is in her 90s, and she's like, I, I barely know anything wow. about the Lord. There's so much to know wow. and to learn and to understand. So, you know, how, ask him every day, God, mm-hmm. what, what is it today? How do, how do I know you better today? Yeah. What do you want to, and maybe it's like this, instead of how do I know you better? What do you want to share with me today? Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Jesus leaves, leaves us a clue and he says this, godliness is profitable in this life and in the life to come. So there's something about doing God's will, God's way that not only rewards you here, but will leave a lasting eternal reward on your life. Yeah. Godliness is profitable in this life and in the life to come. Yeah. So if I'm doing and trying to fulfill what God's put on my heart in a way that's controlling, manipulative, I, I, I slightly stretch the truth to get that loan or to make those friends or you know, whatever it is, um, you know God's speaking to your heart going, man, I would have given you that anyway. That was just a favor that I had on your life. When are you going to stop sort of spending my favor in a way that you don't have to? I would have given you that anyway. Remember when um, through Samuel, um, Saul, King Saul, tries to do God's will his own way. And Samuel says, I, God says, I would have established your throne forever. Mm. But because you did my will your way, I have already given it to another. And he starts, David uh, starts being God's, if you will, plan B. Right, right. And so God's so merciful. Sure. If you're doing God's will your way, mm. then let the Holy Spirit speak to you right now. You're probably saying one of two things. Man, Lord, I do want to be solid in the word of God and I want to know your voice. Help me to know your voice. And then thirdly, I want to make sure the things that I already know and I'm doing now, the revealed word of God that I do have, mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm walking in that in an integral way, not manipulating, valuing relationships. I've already got so many things that I can do well mm-hmm. around me. Mm-hmm. And Lord, if I'm operating in a spirit of anxiety and, and trying to live outside the bounds that you've given me and the relational bounds, if I'm pushing through into people's lives that I have no idea, we need to restudy what it means to when, it, when the Bible says, forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. Those who trespass against us are the people who keep coming beyond our boundaries yeah. into our space. Yeah. So how do we not do that in the other people's lives? Yeah. It's so important that we do God's yeah. will, God's way. That's okay, really that's, that's another message you need to share and go into depth on. So I think the next Sunday that you're speaking, um, I'm, I'm just saying please. I vote, I vote too. That's two votes. Well, I think also that Mary was the third. Yeah. Mary's the third I'll, I'll give my fifth, sixth, seventh. Uh, okay. It's um, unanimous. I think uh, oftentimes... I'm hearing what you guys are saying. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then I 
just want to add just one tiny thing is um, when I find myself feeling like, God, I want to do it your way. I know what your will is, but I'm struggling to find your way. Oftentimes, if I do a study on his character, I find his way. And that to me will awesome. be confirmation that, okay, I can't, if I'm, if I'm doing it against his character. I, so I just, I just want to make sure I understand. So yeah. you're saying rather than go out and try to figure out God's way, mm. when you pour into studying more about God and his character, yeah. he reveals his way to you. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You started out with the thoughts about the elections and where we are and in mm. history and in 2020. And, and uh, you know, it's so easy to then, uh, maybe you're having thoughts about either how the election went, uh, maybe it went well for you, maybe it didn't go well for you. And so it's easy now to become a, a, a trumpet on your favorite social media platform and <laughs> Uh, maybe yours, we got to stand up for righteousness, but in standing up for righteousness, you're stepping on the backs of other people or putting other people down, or maybe you're speaking the truth, but you're not speaking it in love. And so that's the kind of the verse that sort of brings a balance to you that you don't just get to speak truth. You have to do it God's way. And so that's where speaking the truth in love has to happen. If you're putting down all of the people who don't believe like you, um, then Maybe your choice is God's choice. Maybe they do align. But where we have to watch it and just feel the, um, the reality of the Holy Spirit in our lives is, okay, so how do I say in this season of life, wait a minute, I still have to align myself, like you said, to God's character. How would he do that? How would he do that? Whether my candidate is winning, whether my candidate's losing or not, I, in every situation. These are moments, guys, yeah, where yeah. we get to um, do it his way. And so maybe your candidate won. If you mm-hmm. slam everyone else and call mm-hmm. them all kinds of phobes because they don't believe your way, yeah. is that God's will God's way? Um, just because your candidate won um, doesn't mean that you get to slam everyone else. So mm-hmm. in a healthy environment, which is heaven, mm-hmm. how do we do God's will God's way? This is very practical. Yeah. On the flip side, if your character did, if your person did not win because you're upset about it, you shouldn't be slamming people, people either. I just had to throw that in there because yeah, <laughs> I think both sides, if we just offer each other grace and not even with regards to the election in everything in life, you get your way sometimes, you don't other times. But, you know, I had this, this thought the, many, many years ago, this beautiful um, black rose, just beautiful. You look at it, it, it looks beautiful and it smells beautiful and there's just incredible beauty of it. And then you crush it under your foot. And what does it smell like? Well, it smells like a rose because that's what it is. And that's the same as what we should be, how we should be offering grace. Like if, if we are walking around with the name of Jesus on us that the world can see when we're crushed, what do we What do we need to smell like? You know, that's awesome. Not a sweaty foot. <laughs> not, not a sweaty foot at all. <laughs> so, so we're we're kind of out of time, but I do feel like it's worth it to press into this one last question as we kind of wrap up. And I just feel like there's a lot of people that are listening to this, and they're like, "Okay, I get it. I love it. I love what you guys are saying." And you alluded to this a little bit, Veronique, but I, I'm actually 
not sure how to tell what God's way is. And we kind of talked about it here and there, but I'd love to just, just in, in one or two minutes, just press into that as we wrap up. How, what are the practical ways when we're feeling like, that's great, I love the idea of what you guys are saying, but how do I actually, how do I, like, there's no map. I can't go to the to the gas station and buy a map of my state and figure out the way. I can't go to Google and look at, like, how do I do it? Like, how do I figure out God's way? Because I'm feeling like I want to do what you guys are saying, but I'm not sure how to get there. What's your advice on that? Well, I get lost a lot, so I'll start. (laughs) Go for it. I go to people whom I trust. If I cannot hear the Lord's leading, I'll go to people I trust. And you have to know that these people I will trust with my life. Okay, so I go to people I trust and I humble myself before them and I say, speak. And then I obey. And I make sure that what they say can be confirmed in Scripture. I'll just say ditto to that. That's that's really, really (laughs) good. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. So to sum that up, you're saying, I get wise counsel that I've already seen a pattern that I can trust. And I also verify with scripture to make sure I'm not headed down a strange path. Correct. Yes. Get a notepad, get a journal and write down the top three to five things that you're involved in right now. The things that are your highest priority. You feel that God's called you to do them. Under those three to five things, you want to write your strategies and you want to write in the things that you know, how has God called me to do this? And then What's his way to do it? Um, somewhere in that line, you might be able to say, wow, he's called me to uh, fund this sector or this, this side of a, a new business venture that I'm going into. But what would be the wrong ways to fund that business? It's super important that you and I strategize what would not be God's will. Write those down. How could I do this in my own strength? How could I? What's not God here? Uh, people say, well, I, I'd rather not focus on the negative. I'd rather focus on what is God. Well, sometimes uh, circling it That's around really the other way and going, well, what's not, <laughs> what's not God? Yeah, yeah. Helps you to clarify the way that the Lord would have you do this. So take your top three to five things that God's called you to do. And then under each of those things, then write down what would not be the way to do them and then write down what would be the way. And you'll see this God's will, God's way come into focus for you. And this is why I I go to people I trust. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby's on my speed dial. (laughs) That's good. That's good. If you're listening to this, you have absolutely no excuse now because you've got this, you know, very practical exercise. Um, So, you know, actually, if you have taken this practical exercise that Bobby just gave us and and did it, I'd love for you to reach out to us and let us know. That would be super cool, actually. Um, So we're out of time. If you're listening to this and you are not subscribed, and I don't know how you found it but you found it and you're not subscribed definitely subscribe you can find the video version of this um on youtube and um if you're listening to us on apple or spotify or google or whatever definitely subscribe and share this share this there's tons of great podcasts that we have episodes with great um wisdom from people like these guys as well as other guests that we have come in so it's definitely worth it and we will see you on the next episode